I never remember. But when I was little, I had just moved to the high desert, and my mom handmade me a Princess Fiona dress. <laughs> I know. Don't cry. Don't cry. Cause I'm gonna cry. <gasps> uh, die. I know. Oh my God, I know. So Can I request death by Snoo Snoo? <laughs> death by. <laughs> Like a phoenix rising through the ashes, the baby came back to life. Yes. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Alyssa. Damn it. Or, hold on. Let's restart that. Wait. We have to restart. Ooh. Hello. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a spooky episode of yes. Click and Flick. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Lightning. <laughs> thunder (laughs) yes this is the podcast where we talk about movies and video games and we rate them based off of our own opinions and nothing else strictly (laughs) and i'm ready for this week's flick because (sighs) talking about a childhood favorite like this brings me no other greater yes me too so today we're starting with the flick and today's mm. flick is Halloween Town. Yes. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> this movie oh. came out in 1998. And was it a Disney Channel original movie? Oh, it is. Yep. Okay. I thought this movie was so fun when I was a kid. This was one of my favorites. Halloween anything to watch right and it came on every Halloween it was it was there for us yeah <laughs> it <kids>. was consistent <laughs> yes so it starts off with Marnie and her siblings on Halloween in their home um, Marnie her brother Dylan and the littlest baby Sophie so their mom is super protective and doesn't want them to go out trick-or-treating. They're not allowed to celebrate Halloween, like, at all. Their mom Mm. is just totally anti-anything to do with Halloween. No witches, no ghouls, no goblins, nothing allowed in the house. Just totally censored, protecting, trying to keep her kids as normal and as um, far away from that world as possible. Right. But Marnie, who's this little rebellious teenager, she just doesn't care about what her mom says. She loves ghosts and skeletons and werewolves and anything spooky, anything Mm -hmm. that has to do with Halloween. She's like all about that. And her brother's like, you're weird. (laughs) And she's like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's like, what's the point of, like, ditching Halloween? Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. She's like, let me express myself. I want to be who I want to be. Right. And the mom's like, you are going to be normal whether you like it or not. Um, Oh, yeah. But then. She says that. Or something like that. Yeah. So the grandma comes to visit them. 
And apparently it's been like years and years since grandma came to visit. But grandma is Debbie Reynolds. Um, An legend. <laughs> yes. Oh, she comes beautiful. to visit them. And she is absolutely gung-ho for Halloween. She is teaching them all of these like fun activities like eating candy on Halloween. <laughs> decorating the house she's putting up skeletons and cloves of garlic yes. um, and the kids just are having so much fun and when it's time for bed they want her to tell her bedtime story so she starts telling them about this place called Halloween Town and she's telling them how everyone who lives there are real life like ghouls and goblins and all of this stuff and mm-hmm. um they're going, turning through the pages, and they see a witch flying on a broomstick. And Sophie goes, oh, that's Marnie. It looks just like you. Hmm. Which I kind of want to point out, she kind of looks just like every girl in the 90s. In yes. 1998, she just looks, she yeah. has long brown hair and bangs. <laughs> so really could have yeah. been anybody. But <laughs> it was really convenient that it was Marnie. <laughs> yes. Um. So, Marnie ends up overhearing the mom and grandma fighting back and forth about how they're really witches, and she actually is from Halloween Town, but something really bad is happening. And the grandma actually came to the real world, the mortal world, um, to ask the mom to help fight against this evil force that's happening in Halloween Town. She doesn't know what's going on. All she knows is that her neighbors are like turning really dark and evil um like on like um i don't know what their 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 faces became like me- become like mutated or something just like yeah and th- don't they have like dark eyes and like they're like you can't see like they're just like something evil has taken mm. over inside of them the bad thing is i think what they call it mm-hmm. um so then they disappear. And so the grandma's like, all these, all my neighbors are disappearing and I need you to help me figure out what's going on. And the mom's like, I can't like give, I can't leave my kids and help a world that I'm no longer a part of. Right. And the grandma's like, you're, the grandma's really upset. She goes, you're like leaving behind who you are and stuff. Obviously mm-hmm. she feels really upset, but the mom kind of wants to stay in in the human world in the mortal world because she had a bad experience in Halloween Town I guess. I guess, yeah, she just I don't really know why she maybe because it's like dangerous. She didn't want her kids to be there and her husband was a human so she wanted to raise the kids to be normal. Mhm. Anyway, <laughs> so Marnie's overhearing all of this and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm a witch." Bye, Mom. I gotta go. But her brother Dylan's like, I'm not gonna let you go alone. I'm going with you to protect you. Because that's, of course, what the brother's gonna do. And then, of course, the littlest sister is gonna sneak on the bus behind them and not tell anyone. So all three of them end up following Grandma home to Halloween Town. Um, So cute. And when they're there, as soon as they get into Town Square, they meet the mayor who automatically gives you a bad feeling. Bad he vibes. looks so ugly. 
number one. He's just yeah. gross looking. Like the but fact for the that time, the he was like cunning. <laughs> He's supposed to look all like ooh, like su- yeah. like suave, I guess. But definitely, mm, he looks like a he looks like a toe to me. <laughs> Same. Uh, oh, same. And he looks like he smells like blue cheese dressing. <gasps> Good description. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But he like automatically goes up to the kids and starts talking to them. And he like pulls out a lollipop out of his ear and gives it to the youngest one. And she's all, no, thank you. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That would be so gross if, she, if like, she ate that. Because I was literally in his ears. Gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's hence. immediately um, creepy, like, bad vibes. But he gets them on the cab and takes them to Grandma's house. So Benny. Grandma basically starts taking them around Halloween Town and showing them around. Once they're all reunited and stuff. Um and they run into this kid who's like the bully. He's oh, like yeah. supposedly um had made a deal with the bad guy to get his face turned to handsome. Oh yeah. They like gave him a nose they like gave him a nose job. They made his nose all small and so it made him handsome, I guess. And in or in return for that, he was helping him like capture people basically mm-hmm. um so he starts like harassing them around town basically and that's how we meet this character and everyone around town is basically like a jerk to him too like yeah right back everyone's like oh you're a wiener which kind of makes me feel like if anyone had actually been nice to the this boy he probably wouldn't have like turned to continue turned to, to like be evil and be an asshole, right? Like honestly, yeah. I just didn't understand why all of the adults in town treated him so shitty. That made me feel right. so bad for him. I'm like, he's a kid, and these adults are literally like, Ugh, "Go away, Luke! Like right. you're right. such a wiener." So <laughs> they called him. You're wiener, Luke. <laughs> Um, so then Luke ends up, um, seeing them at, like, the broom shop. Marnie's gonna get a broom, her first broom. Oh, that's the other thing that, because Marnie's a witch, she has to start her training now. It's her 13th Halloween. So it's, like, the last day for her to start her training or else she'll lose her powers forever. That's why she Mm -hmm. decided to run away from home. That's right. And go to Halloween Town so that she would have more time to train. At home, though, it's nighttime, so it's like her t- her powers were, would be almost up. But then when they travel to Halloween Town on the bus, it's daytime the whole time. So it must be... Yeah, like... Like East Coast, West Coast thing where they're like... Have right. Travel back in time and then they're actually... Have more time in the day because yeah. it's like daylight. So the right. way the time zones work, they actually have more time for her to do her training and stuff. Um, but their but it gets interrupted because when they're at the broom shop, the mom finds them and tries to take the all the kids back with her. Mm-hmm. But the buses aren't running anymore, so they're now stuck in Halloween Town. The grandma, though, 
is now walking back home by herself because the mom took the kids back to the bus stop. And while she's walking alone, Luke goes up to her and is like, okay, you have Merlin's talisman Mm -hmm. and the bad guy wants it. So if you bring it to the movie theater, you won't be hurt. Everything like just, um, what's the word? Blackmail. Yeah, it was threatening. He was like, just like give it up, just surrender, and everything will be fine. She goes and sees everyone there in this movie theater, like frozen. Everyone from town who's gone missing. That's right. And she um, realizes that he's like holding them there hostage until he can say the word and wake them all up to control them to try and go take over the mortal world um, and try to kill everybody there because he's um, upset that they were like banished to Halloween town or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but while he's there and trying to um, zap the grandma, the mom and the kids come in, the mom pushes grandma out of the way. Mom gets zapped. Then he ends up zapping both of them. They're frozen. The kids run out and escape and now have to create the spell to get the talisman to work. So now Marnie has the talisman with her brother and sister and they're going around the all of Halloween town to collect ingredients for this spell. Mm-hmm. And it's like sweat from a ghost and it's like um mm-hmm. a vampire's tooth and then like werewolf hair. So they go for the ghost sweat. They're at like the spa and there's a ghost in like the sauna and they turn up the heat really high and get like sweat for him. But then just leave him there in the box. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he, um, I mean, luckily you can get out from the inside, but I'm like, oh, ouch. You don't even like turn it back down to warm. That's kind of sad. Right. (laughs) You just kind of like pieced out. The werewolf hair they got at like a barber shop. They pretended to... They were like, he was one, she was distracting him with a hair dryer that was like on fire. And um, (laughs) while the brother went and zips up the back of his head. And then he turns around and looks in the mirror and goes, oh, I guess I could pull this off. But I'm like, you don't even see the part that's shaved. How could you make a fair judgment? (laughs) You know, movie. Good fucking question, yeah. Hollywood magic, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Movie logic. Um, and then what was that third thing? Oh, vampire fang. They go to a dentist and it's like this <gasps> troll. <laughs> and he's like pulling the fang from the vampire and she's like, oh, that didn't hurt at all. And the dentist goes, that's because I'm the tooth fairy. Uh, just randomly. I'm like, okay, that's the tooth fairy, I guess. I believe it. Even though it doesn't oh, look like a fairy. My. Right. Oh, so, but Marnie's there as the little dental assistant. I don't know how she snuck into an operating room and got a little thing, but they got what they needed. Oh, it's because she's a witch, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, (laughs) so they get the spell, they mix it all up, and they go run and they realize, um, it's not working when they try to use it on their on the people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't know what to do. And then Marnie remembers, oh, mom said, or not mom. 
Grandma said that the Mortal World Halloween is based off of the traditions from Halloween Town. So we must need to put this in the giant pumpkin, in this light in the giant pumpkin, because that's how jack-o'-lanterns work in Halloween. That's right. So they come to this conclusion, and they run back to Town Square to try to save everything, and... Um, Luke is there. He's like, don't do it. It's a trap. I'm a good guy now. I only did it because he made me handsome. But now I feel bad because being ugly is better than being handsome and evil. And so he, um, comes up with a plan to help distract the bad guy. Um, and he puts something on Marnie's robe and starts running around and the bad guy's chasing him, and then Marnie's able to make her way to the pumpkin. Even though he ends up seeing her and, like, knocking her out last minute, she makes it, and she still has her arm, like, hanging down, and she's there. That's and she right. drops it, and she's like, you just have to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and the talisman does, like, a flippity-flop into the whoop, right into the middle of the pumpkin, and... The light, like, shines on everybody and everyone gets unmelted from time. (laughs) (laughs) And we find out that the bad guy is the mayor of um, Halloween Town. And he did it all because he loved Marnie's mom and she chose a human over him. And so he wanted to destroy the human world. Of course. Uh, <laughs> of course. This movie um, ends up with... So then it ends up with... After all the light is saved, they're like, Well, Grandma, I guess you can move in with us in the mortal world. And she's all, Okay. <laughs> and that's how it ends. <laughs> Oh, wowie zowie. The end. It's a really simple plot to explain. Um, Probably one of the shortest it ever took me to get through a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, and that's it. (laughs) It's only like an, it really is only like an hour and 20 minutes long on its own. Um, And it's really, it is kind of simple right just very much so mm-hmm. it I mean, all it had to in entertain like five-year-olds you know and that it did that it did <laughs> yes i have to say there's something that doesn't make me feel good about this story and these kinds of stories that happened in like the 90s and stuff growing up because a lot of This story is kind of, like, perpetuating the idea of, like, grandma knowing best and the mom doesn't. Like, don't listen to the mom, listen to the grandma. The grandma Uh comes in to the house and she can decide how the kids are being raised. The mom doesn't know how to do it. Right. I feel like the grandmother should always be respectful of the parents and the parents are the ones who are deciding how the kids are going to be raised. (laughs) Right, right. So these kind of stories 
even though like in this story the way it's portrayed the grandma ends up being right they that's manufactured for this story for that to fit with this plot line when in real life most of the time the parents are the ones who know how they want to raise their kids and they're gonna be the ones who should be you know the final the final say yeah not the grandparents but i think a lot of times and this might be um unpopular opinion to say but i think a lot of times grandparents feel like entitlement to step in and do some of the parenting absolutely Um, and if they don't like the way something's being done or disagree with it they try and step in and change it and interfere and change and i just i just find that super disrespectful and i think that that's just um it was more popular back then i think in like 98 for these kind of stories to be like portrayed um i just think like ultimately if the mom didn't want them (laughs) going to halloween town (laughs) Mm -hmm. The grandma shouldn't have gone up and, like, told them the stories of Halloween Town when the mom asked them asked her not to. Like, to, you can tell them a bedtime story, but don't talk about Halloween. And I'm pretty she sure. She totally knew what she was going to do that the whole time she was yeah. going to go up and talk about Halloween. Like. Yeah. I. It's funny that you point that out because it never. I just never had a very influential grandparent. Hmm. But when you bring it up, I'm like, yeah, actually, I've, you know, growing up, I've seen parents go through that yeah, with the grandparent kind of being the head honcho, the say so. It goes my way or the highway. And like going to grandma's house, it's fine. You won't hear a no from me. Like, don't give my kid 5,000 cookies. Thanks. Exactly. Like, (laughs) it's still bad for them to have that much sugar in their body just because your grandma doesn't, doesn't mean that their mm. bodies can handle what the sugar is doing to them. Like. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what would you rate it? Hmm. I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I would give this movie, besides that part, besides the grandma thing, mm. Because even though in real life, that's like, I don't like that. In this movie, mm-hmm. the way the story is made, it's the mom is stepping away because she's like cutting off an old part of herself. Uh-huh. But I don't know if that's necessarily fair because then it's also cutting off Marnie and Sophie and Dylan from their uh-huh. ancestors and their history and where they came from so that's mm-hmm. the only argument because one time marnie says you can forget about your roots but i don't want to forget about mine yeah. um so that's the only reason why in this movie in this like story then grandma i think is right to like try to get the kids involved but i just don't like that that's like such a popular trope to be like grandma's yeah. gonna come in and know best instead of respecting the parents you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i wish the mom all the best um (laughs) (laughs) but i i wish that she as a character wasn't so against her 
kids learning about where they came from because that was the big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I don't agree with it, I do see like why it's like important for this plot line. Um, this one particularly, I mm-hmm. think that overall, this movie is supposed to be a fun Halloween movie for kids. And everything on TV when you're a kid during Halloween is super scary and super spooky. And even some actual Halloween themed, um, like, Disney shows would be, like, actually really scary. And this one's not. This one is just fun. And it's, like, kind of scary for a couple scenes. The one when you're in the movie theater and then the one at the very end. But it's, like, more, like, intense. And it's Mm -hmm. not, like, death. And it's not, like, right (laughs) demons or whatever. It apparently doesn't even have a rating. It says not rated. It's not even rated. So it, no. it must have to be like TV, like G or something, whatever it's. It doesn't even have a film rating. So interesting. I would rate it a six oh. out of 10 for a movie. Um, because okay. I think that it being for kids, they, for, I think that the target audience is exactly what, like, I think it's a really good movie <laughs> for five-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> for kids. I remember mm-hmm. being super scared when I was a kid of some of the other Halloween stuff that would come on, like... Mm-hmm. There don't was look under ep- the bed. Don't look under the bed was spooky. Um, <laughs> are, are you afraid of the dark? Was actually spooky. Goosebumps was actually spooky. There Goosebumps was an episode of Boy Meets World. Do you remember the Halloween episode? When yes. Yes. And they literally kill Mister Feeny by putting like a pencil through his head or something. Yes, that was uh, a terrifying <laughs> episode. They were locked in the school, right? Yes. I was terrified. I couldn't even... I literally was like, I have to step out and walk away. I cannot watch this episode of Boy Meets World. It is too scary. It was scary. I hated it. It was spooky. And these are things that are for kids, you know? So the fact Uh that they had a Halloween show that was with all of the scary monsters, but it was like action-y, action-adventure-y more than horror for kids. Right. I think that that is a really... Um, considerate <laughs> yeah. way to include young kids in spooky season. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because some kids really can't handle the being scared, but they right. still love werewolves and Frankenstein yeah. and Halloween. You know, mm-hmm. All the Halloween stuff. So Agreed. I give it a six, a total of six flicks for this movie. Ten. Six out of ten. I... I would have to give it a 9 out of 10. Um, oh, wow. I didn't give it a full 10 because, <laughs> because when I rewatched the movie, like I said, not too long uh-huh. ago, 
I was like, this is cheesy and it's old. But <laughs> it's super cheesy. But it held up when I was a kid. I watched it every mm-hmm. single Halloween. And um I loved the sequel. I hated the th- the third one. But Halloween yeah. Time High. Yeah. I watched <laughs> it, but I hated it. Um yeah, it was just a, like like you said, like not a scary movie. It's action based, and it kind of gave a home to Halloween for me. Yeah, because when you're a kid, you're just told you go out trick or treating, and my mom scared me really bad when I was young. I was a witch, and I got really scared going into a house. So Halloween was kind of like a sensitive thing for me for a little while. Uh huh. So Halloween Town kind of turned it into more of like a safe place, like somewhere in my head yeah. I can go to on Halloween. So what it was really cute? Um, what is like your favorite? costume that you've ever dressed up as on Halloween. Ooh. You're going to hate me. Why? <laughs> Girl, I've never dressed up. This is my first time. <laughs> never dressed up. Um Well, th- my all-time favorite was Kita. I I cosplayed oh, as Kita on Halloween, yeah. But when I was okay. little, I had f- just moved to the high desert and my mom Hand made me a Princess Fiona dress. <laughs> that is so amazing. That's so beautiful. I love that. My mom hand made it and it, it was a labor of love oh and God. it was just her and I and we went out trick-or-treating, her and I together. So I... I didn't have very many Halloween costumes growing up. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why. Probably money poor, you know. Yeah. And um. And so when she had made it, I I was like probably eleven or like ten or eleven. So rad. What about you? That is amazing. <laughs> um, we didn't have like a lot of Halloween costumes either when I was a kid growing up because yeah. money. But yeah. we had this like trunk of old. Like, we called it our costume trunk, but it was just, like, random, like, pieces of clothing from, like, when my mom was in high school and stuff. She had, like, her old cheerleading skirts and, like, a random big, long red tutu. So, I think, I think the costume I went with most of the years was Little Red Riding Hood, and I would just take the really long tutu and put the skirt part, like, over my head. Like this. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. Um, But then one year in high school, I made myself a, an I Dream of Jeannie costume. I took this long old pink dress and cut it up into the Jeannie, like top and pants. And that's um, cute. It was like my last year trick or treating because I was like 17. So I'm like, I'll be an adult next year. Right. (laughs) Like, anymore. I wasn't I was so, a genie too. But that, that I was really I was pretty young. Yeah, I was like in second grade when I was a genie. That was a oh sweet gosh. outfit. I like that outfit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. If you could be any character from Halloween Town, who would you be? Oh god. I think N- I would I think I would have to choose Benny. Benny's my favorite. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The cab driver. Mm-hmm. But I like that scene where um, 
he comes back to pick them up again and the little sis the little sister is like the bad things in him it's like yeah kid trust that intuition always trust intuition do not get in that car (laughs) (laughs) so cute hell yeah Uh, i think i would be luke because i would like to be handsome for a little bit a little bit (laughs) i feel it i i do like luke's character i really liked his character Mm -hmm. um even growing up like even though he had that stigma around him i liked him as a i did too i just it made me so sad that the adults around him didn't give him the support he needed to be a better person Mm, yeah to be sad i know you would think they would like be a little bit more understanding but heathen whatever you know i know god they're like get out of here kid you're just a troublemaker you're (laughs) worthless you're going nowhere in life ew for all the kids out there who've been told to go away because you're just a troublemaker just know that you are worthy absolutely (laughs) your life is important and you are your your ideas are good yeah and do good let the way people treat you dictate exactly who you are (laughs) you're not a product of them okay are you ready are we ready to move on to the click i guess so (laughs) this is this is gonna be a wild ride like most of the games that we've done recently have been so this week's click is resident evil village oh my god and it came out this year it came out uh let's see a few months ago right yeah, it was like May 7th, 2021. Wow. Yeah. It's a survival horror game. It it aired for the PlayStation 5, but it is on Windows, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series. Um and it's actually made by Capcom. And if you're familiar with Capcom, they don't make the best game. <laughs> But the Resident Evil series is very their, well known. Is their like thing? Mm-hmm. That's like the only thing they're good at. <laughs> yeah, they make a few fight, fighting games, but like this is what stands out. This this game is is held to a high standard by a lot of people, and rightfully so. Um, but I do have to say, I have not played this game. I have watched. Many of people play it. I just have not delved on my own. Um, well, how fun. I know. Because neither know have it. I. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that being said, there's a lot of backstory, too. I'll touch briefly on that mm-hmm. and then get into the story. So Resident Evil Village is a sequel to Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. And Biohazard was a game that consisted of people who were infected by what's called the mold. Just a virus. Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nasty. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's that's it of Resident Evil 7. Because we'll get a little (laughs) bit into that later. But (laughs) So that's what that's about. Yeah. (laughs) COVID. 
2020. That's it. So Resident Evil 7 starts uh, with a storybook. It's narrated and animated in like a fairy tale, um, almost Coraline kind of like animation. Uh And the storybook basically tells you about a fairy tale of a little girl getting too far from her mother and, um, you know, is greeted by four, count them, four, creepy, like, foreshadowy kind of bad guys, right? But really neat, really off the wall of what Resident Evil does. And um, so after that narration, it flashes to current time and... It's of a girl named Mia, and she's holding her six-month-old daughter, reading the fairy tale book to her, the creepy fairy tale of this girl getting lost. And then Ethan sits back. Ethan is the father and the the protagonist of the story. Ethan Uh sits back, and he's like, why are you reading this creepy-ass story to our six-month-old child who's sleeping? And she's like... It's a local fairy tale. It's super weird. She's super creepy. Yeah. And like, like, sure, yeah, like, don't question the parents, but like, that shit's creepy. Um, And she was like responding really weird. So I was super off put mm-hmm. by this beginning scene. And um, so also to give a little bit of context back to Resident Evil 7, The mold is a virus that is infecting people. Well, Mia was infected with the mold when Ethan had found her back in seven. And um, Mm -hmm. Ethan made a cure for her and she seemed to be doing well. So they moved on, basically. And uh, that's when Village comes in. That's three years later that they're in this house and they have a baby and they're living in this like Eastern European town. Kind of on a witness protection program, if you will. Okay. Okay. By Yeah, by their friend Chris, who's a really important character in the story. Um, but yeah, Chris had sent them away. Go go make a life for yourself. And uh, Mia used to work for an organization that um, they're trying to protect them from. So that's why they're on that protection program currently. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. So... That aside, Mia ends up putting Rose, Rosemary is the baby's name, putting Rose down for bed. And um, they go downstairs, they're kind of having a wine night together, but they're kind of talking about serious shit. Uh And then all of a sudden, Mia gets shot in the right shoulder. Like, literally, just like went pew. And she looks at the window and she's like, wouldn't you be in agonizing pain? Like, like, to me, I was really upset. I think that it depends on I I think shock? I would be in shock uh-huh. first. And uh-huh. if they're drinking, um true, true. alcohol will slow down feeling that pain too, I guess. Very true. Was it was say, it was just off point. Do you remember you know what this reminds me of is that oh, part no. in the office where Aaron is talking about how Gabe always makes her watch horror movies and she's all I do like the beginnings, though, where they have a perfect family and everyone's happy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Aaron's character that much, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Genius. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's it's really sad. And and poor Rosemary has such a huge part in this story. It's insane. Poor Pippi. 
But yeah, I mean... Poor little baby. Poor little baby. But Mia seems so off. You're so, like, off-put by her Mm -hmm. presence for some weird reason. But yeah, she gets Mm -hmm. shot. And then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Uh, And you're like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, okay. And then, (laughs) you know, Ethan yells, hey, get down. She gets down. Or starts to, and then is just impaled by bullets, just like a mirage of them. Barrage, yes. I mean. Yeah. And so she she falls to the ground. A mirage of bullets. A mirage of bullets. <laughs> she didn't see it coming. <laughs> she didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, all the while, just keep in mind, this is first person view um, from Ethan. So... You're you're seeing it through his eyes, basically. And mm-hmm. uh, so he crouches down underneath the table and sees Chris, his old friend, with a gun. Ugh. Right? The fucking asshole. And, uh, and then he just looks at him, takes the gun, and kills Mia. Just like, pow, pow, pow. Like, multiple He's shots. All- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> let me kill her really quick. Oh, Horrible. So Chris ends up grabbing Rosemary, grabbing the baby, and then taking Chris hostage. And they go into this van, and Ethan wakes up after being knocked out by them. And the van is tipped over. There's dead bodies from the soldiers, like the the guards from Chris's like band that he had. And Ethan wakes up, and he's like, what the so, fuck is going on? Something else attacked them. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And Chris and the baby are nowhere to be found. So he's like, what the fuck? Oh, um, no. His baby. Yeah. His baby. And <laughs> <laughs> so obviously in search of his baby, he gets up <laughs> and starts walking around the village trying to get more information and clues. And um, hence the name village. Hence. <laughs> You would think, like, honestly, take a tick counter of how many times I say village, because it's going to get crazy. Um, <laughs> should we? So, be, should that be a game? Take shots every time you say village. It is Halloween, after all. It's Halloween week. Take some shots. Um, so, Ethan, now, now kind of bewildered, he starts looking around the, the town. And it's all in snow, mind you. It's it's cold. It's in the woods. Um, and so he's coming across a few houses here and there that are just creepy and overrun with, like, nasty, gross experiments, if you want to call them that. Um, and he ends up getting in a scuffle with one, and one, like, bites his hand, like, takes off, like, two of his fingers. And... At first, I was like, why the fuck did this guy just get bit by his, like, on his hand? He wraps it up and then just takes, like, liquid antibiotic solution, just dumps it on his hand and keeps moving. And I was like, this game, the logic, dude, it's so Uh stupid. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm I'm very off-put by the beginning of this game. Didn't that happen to Jamie Lannister? (laughs) (gasps) Oh! <laughs> Didn't he lose a hand? Oh, he lost Hold a hand. On. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is sounding very familiar. <laughs> Hold on a second. 
Other people in <sighs> stories have lost hands before. <laughs> Very incestual. Is that the right word? I'll just I'll just go stop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're off topic um, now. Yeah. Uh but uh as as Ethan's like roaming around the village getting that intel, he finds that a lot of these houses have like shrines to this lady called um Mother or yeah, Lady Miranda, Mother Miranda. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. They're all worshiping this lady and you're like, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, strange. Um and then he's trudging on and he finds this kooky old lady who's like, oh my Miranda. god, you're <laughs> you might be onto something but she's like oh my god you're the baby's father and he's like my daughter rose and she's like rose oh. <laughs> i love this old lady like I, I she's creepy but i love her and so you get that tidbit of like okay well somebody knows about my daughter this is weird and um she ends up ditching in and he keeps moving forward and uh, then he gets captured by a guy named Heisenberg. And he's in a trench coat. He looks kind of badass. He's kind of like steampunky, if you will. Okay. So That's you're cool. introduced. Yeah. So you're introduced to Heisenberg. And then you're introduced to Lady Dimitrescu. And this lady is the famous lady that's been going around the internet with the big mommy milkers. And she's a vampire. Uh... A lot of people want her to step on them, you know. That's the lady. She's like a that's seven foot tall vampire lady. Yeah. That's the stepping lady. <laughs> and mind you, she, she's she got this like English accent, like British accent, I should say. And she's just, ooh, I love it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, mama. Um, Let me so, be the baby. <laughs> Give me the baby. They, because Heisenberg captured Ethan, he brings Ethan to kind of this dingy hall where Dimitrescu and Heisenberg are standing side by side, and Mother Miranda is right in the middle, and they're trying to decide what's going to happen to Ethan. And Heisenberg and Dimitrescu are like fighting, like, ooh, I'll take care of him. I know what to do with him. But Dimitrescu's a vampire lady, so she wants him for his blood. And Heisenberg kind of wants him for his own, like, faction. Like, he has his own plans. <laughs> and Ethan's um, all, can I request death by snoo snoo? <laughs> death by snoo snoo! <laughs> honestly. Honestly. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> oh. and uh, <laughs> I I guess somehow Ethan Ethan gets away from the from the meeting and uh, he ends up running into uh, Lady Dimitrescu's castle he just sees this giant structure goes into it gets trapped and uh, and then gets chained up by Lady Dimitrescu <sighs> Fucking hot. <laughs> Stop it. I know, right? And so he gets chained us through the hands. Like, it's bloody. It's gross. And you're introduced Ooh. to uh, <laughs> Lady Dimitres, like, three daughters. And they're also, like, this blood sucking out, mm -hmm. out for all the blood in the world kind of, like, 
henchmen. Just little, uh, like, carbon copies of their mama. Yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. But they've got flies around them. They're kind of gross in that kind of way. Yeah, the nasty. Well, some people (laughs) like them a little dirty. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Just some little, like... (laughs) <laughs> never mind i was gonna say something stupid never mind just a little extra pheromones <laughs> oh thank you beautiful thank you <laughs> on me for the same um so he ends up yanking his hands out of the chains um and he explores the castle and he finds this creepy experimental sex dungeon kind of thing where these men had come to basically be experimented on wink wink no judge and <laughs> say no more <laughs> say no more and um time goes by he escapes her castle dimitres castle um he stabs dimitres on the way out with this like special sword or like um uh, what'd you call that knife let's call it a knife merlin's talisman <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> and uh <laughs> He he stabs her, revealing her true form. She's like this demon flying thing. She's nasty, ugly. Oof. Yeah. I but still um <laughs> Yeah, I honestly if 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 you wanna call me Lady Dimitrescu right around the corner. <laughs> so anyway. After after he leaves and has exposed her. Um, he ends up finding a pedestal that you have to put four containers in. And these four containers are the answer to getting his daughter back. So, um, mm. and so the there's four monsters in the movie or in the beginning mm. of the book mm. in the book. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> there's the four quests you have to go on. There's four Lords of the village. So it's Lady Dimitrescu, um, Heisenberg, and then, mm. I'm going to butcher it, but it's like Beneviento, Beneviento or something like that. And then mm. Moreau. Mm-hmm. So you got to go okay. on those hunts and, and destroy them, if you will, to find his daughter. And um, after he does that, he uh, after he figures that puzzle out, he goes to the traveling merchant in the game, who's pretty notorious. And the traveler, the traveling merchant is like, you have your daughter in your hands. And Ethan's holding one of the flasks that he's supposed to put in that pedestal. And he's like, uh-huh. literally, like your daughter, your daughter's head's in there. And he wipes off some of the grime and it says head. Oh, like I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Cause like, uh, it's like gross. The <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The little baby. That little baby. And Miranda That's has really everything sad. to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty gnarly. But So um, the baby's dead. In four parts, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Don't cry. Don't cry. Because I'm going to cry. <gasps> oh, <laughs> die. I know. Oh God, I know. So okay, I know. let's move it's... on. Let's not talk about it. Let's move on. Move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... He realizes that now he has to get all four of those flasks and instill in hopes of getting his daughter back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. 
So he comes in contact with Heisenberg again, and Heisenberg's like, oh my god, let's go against Lady Mother Miranda, and uh, I want my humanity back. She's literally destroyed my life and made me a puppet of her own. And he said, let's use Rose's remains to destroy Mother Miranda. And Ethan's like, nah, man, I want my daughter back. Like, you can fuck Mm. off. And uh, there's this whole scene, and Heisenberg throws him down his like little part of the village so he goes way deep down into like this ravine kind of thing yeah and then while ethan's down there and he's disoriented guess who the fuck shows up it's his old friend chris Mm. and he's like you fucking yeah (laughs) you shot my fucking wife man and (laughs) he was like Chris is like, I know, I know, but it wasn't Mia. It wasn't really Mia. It was Mother Miranda. (gasps) Oh! And so you're like, I get it. She was fucking weird in the beginning. It was Mother Miranda. I knew it! I get it. (laughs) She was sus. (laughs) She is sus as fuck, dude. And, uh... (laughs) And so he's basically saying, like, Mia didn't actually die. Mother Miranda... Uh, Miranda had run the truck over so she was the one to tip their van over and take Chris and and uh, oh, Rose. Oh, mm-hmm. when they oh, mm-hmm. see now Chris could have just been like, shoot, shoot, shoot that's not your wife shoot, 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 shoot instead he yeah, was right. like, shoot, shoot, shoot hey, watch me kill your wife. Shoot, shoot, shoot Right? And then let me kiss your baby and not tell you anything. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Okay. Suspenseful as shit. (laughs) I've never made a successful video game, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know how to tell them how to do their jobs. (laughs) But... (laughs) I mean, I was super off-put at the beginning of this game when I was watching it for the first time. I was like, no way. This is bullshit. But it gets better. It does. Okay. So... um. He even tells Ethan, like, hey, I I was trying to keep this from you um, so you wouldn't blow our cover kind of thing. And Chris Mm. Chris and Ethan get up and they go and fight Heisenberg and they destroy him, which is miraculous. And while they're fighting Heisenberg, Mother Miranda shows up. And to give you emphasis, she's just this, like, very elegant woman who has these beautiful black wings and she's got a brilliant face cover too and uh, she just shows up in her beautiful feather like winged outfit and um she reveals all the human forms that she took to trick ethan so the kooky old lady mia and blows his mind basically is like a big fuck (sighs) you yeah. I knew that old lady was Mother Miranda. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, and all the while she's explaining, basically foiling or telling him her plan, she rips his heart out. She rips Ethan's heart out and kills him. Yeah. No mercy. No mercy whatsoever. Wow. So, yeah. And then, so Ethan's now dead. And You're all Chris dead. and his <laughs> <laughs> right by <Bye. laughs> 
And that's what I thought. I thought it, I thought it was the end. I was like, all right. Um, all and then right. Chris, Chris and his team returned back to the village to figure out what the hell happened because he ended up getting a photograph of Chris's dead or Ethan's dead body. So where, how, how do you get a photograph of it? I don't, I don't quite know. Oh, okay. It's it's like details I skipped over that like you know yeah okay too not long important. but right. he gets a picture not important <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah Chris Chris returns back to the village because there's this nasty parasite under the village that is continuing to fester and cause issues um is and it have anything to do with the mold yes yes it has a lot to do with Mother Miranda and why the people in the village are all gross and like zombie like and um why the four lords were all gross and why dimitrescu was like this nasty flying demon thing yeah got it yeah and so chris locates it plants a bomb on that nasty parasite and blows it all to smithereens and then he goes to miranda's lab where all of her experiments and research are sitting and he kind of gets a deep dive into what the fuck she's been doing this whole time. So he finds out basically Miranda had a plan to use Rose, okay, the six month old baby, to resurrect her own daughter that she lost more than a hundred years ago to the Spanish flu. So this bitch has been alive for a very long time. Wow. Um, like Edward yeah. Cullen. Like Edward, Edward Cullen have the Spanish flu? Isn't he that did. <laughs> so I got the Spanish flu? Oh shit! <sighs> wow! Full circle Comes here. Up. Full okay. circle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the whole reason why Chris was trying to keep a lot of information from Ethan was because Rose was born with the mold in her blood because Mia was infected. Mm. Mia was infected in the last game. Okay. So, but Mia seemed relatively normal. She seemed like a healthy baby. So they didn't really push it. And um, knowing that information that she was uh, part of the mold infection, Miranda was like, yes, give me her. I need her for my experiments. And, um, and while Chris is down in her lab, he ends up finding the real Mia. She's locked up. She's been locked up this whole time. And But, like, since, like, how long has she been locked up? Are they married? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> Are they married? Like, does she know anything? Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, dude. Oh, God. Like, how long? Because there's a certain point, right? Where it's there, like, there are plot either. holes. Yeah, there are plot holes where I'm like, I need answers, and I'll I'll find them later for sure. Okay. But okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> At what so, point was she kidnapped? Is the baby actually right. hers? Right. How <sighs> did Ethan get the baby? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness! Hi, babe. Um. So anyway. Cameo. Chris finds the actual <laughs> Mia <laughs> and is um, basically getting information from Mia. And Mia's like, I have a secret. And she's like, and Chris is like, what? And Ethan has a revelation that Mia didn't actually die in seven or or get the per sickness. se like, 
Yeah, give or take. But Ethan got it. And Ethan has been infected this whole time, but his body has been reacting because he found the cure. So uh-huh. he's his body's been reacting to it differently. And so he actually died three years ago in Resident Evil 7. Okay. But the mold kept him alive. The grossness kept him alive. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So okay. it's the mold mm-hmm. controlling his body? Yep. Mm-hmm. Does exactly. he have brain like (laughs) does he have matter what's his intelligence score (laughs) is he conscious like yeah he's conscious he's definitely aware of of his memories and and his body and all of that but it's it's just not it's just not um a living ethan it's just a dying ethan does that make sense yeah. So he weird. died, but he was kind of like resurrected because of the mold. So he's he's still the same person and body. It's just he's dying because of the mold. Hmm. Yeah, okay. it's it's strange. It's it's all prior he's game stuff that dead, probably doesn't but help. He's dying. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> he's get withering it. I away. Tot- I totally get it. <laughs> I appreciate you sticking with me. <laughs> um, so after he has this revelation of like, oh my God, I actually died three years ago and uh-huh. I'm approaching the actual end of my life um, because of the mold, then um, he realizes that... <laughs> Oh, I I wanted to mention that's why his hand that's why he could just walk around with no fingers because <laughs> the bo- the mold was helping him just repair it. But oh, okay, because there's no like feeling. Yeah. It just is yeah. kind of like a zombie-ish walking around. Hmm. So, um, yeah. After the revelation, Ethan goes to kill Miranda. He realizes like I still need to find Rose and I still need to um to finish this thing so Rose can live on. And um, he kills Miranda miraculously, and when her body crumples to the ground, out pops Rose, this little baby, out of the ash, out of the ash that was Miranda, like a phoenix rising through the ashes, the baby came back to life. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's just sitting there, and then Ethan picks her up, and it's like, oh my god, and you're so like overcome with joy at that point because. Prior to this, like a lot of his expeditions, there were there were bad guys that were making baby sounds, and it was horrendous. It is like torture mm. at that point. So it's really good to see Rose. So and then, yeah. But he's starting to wither away. He's starting, like his hands are starting to crumple and turn black. Um, so it's, it's clear Ugh. it's ending soon. And yeah. Uh, so he ends up meeting up with Chris again with Rose and um and then in that in that midst of realizing that he's almost dead the the parasite that's under the the village it still isn't all the way dead so Ethan realizes well I'm almost dead so I'm going to go like kamikaze myself real quick and uh he goes inside and kills the rest of the mold while Chris takes Rose and moves on. Um, but what about Mia? 
Mia is rescued by Chris. So while Ethan's having that revelation okay. of like, oh, I'm dying, like him, Chris and Mia end up getting out safely and they um That's crazy. They get together. Get to safety. Mm-hmm. Oh god, no. I don't think so, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> imagine he starts the game by like killing her lookalike and then ends the game by like killing her husband <laughs> and fitting with her. He's like, yes! I He's completed all- it. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Once Ethan goes back into the mold and kills himself, uh, Chris takes Rose back to Mia. Mia's overjoyed and happy, and then Mia's like, "Wait, where's Ethan?" And Chris is like, "Well, kind of like killed himself." About Mia's that. like, "Yeah," and Mia's like super upset. And just, like, distraught about the whole thing. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much the end of the game. You get a little <laughs> ending scene with Rose as a teenager um, uh-huh. being raised with Chris's mentality, like, kind of w- living out Ethan's wishes for Rose. And she goes to her father's grave. And it's really sad. She puts, like, flowers down. Um, and you get a glimpse of Rose realizing the power that she actually has because she does have the power of the mold in her. And, um, so you're kind of like waiting for the next game because that's probably what it's going to be about is Rose Mm -hmm. and her infection or her powers, I guess. Wow. That sounds like exciting. (sighs) Yeah. It was in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I... I hated the thought of this game in the beginning when I when I was watching people play it. And then mm-hmm. it grew on me. Then it really grew mm-hmm. on me. And I was like, okay, this is a really in-depth game that needs to answer some questions for me, but, like, it's good. So I think ultimately I'd have to give it a 6 out of 10 clicks okay because i don't do scary i would never be able to play this game it's too scary for Mm. me i can barely play (laughs) phasmophobia i can barely play (laughs) mansion like come on (laughs) so i can barely play clue (laughs) it is so scary It's true. I get really scared. I'm the same way. Why do you think I picked Halloween Town for the movie and not an actual (laughs) scary movie? (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Um, Believe me, it'll be a rare day that this podcast covers actual horror movies. (laughs) Fair. I'm okay with this. I don't like being scared. (laughs) So, overall, good game. I just, I rated a six because I will never play it. Good story, though. I think I would rate it a three, <gasps> um, because I don't like horror games anyway, Fair. and I've never played it, so yeah. I have no reason to like it or to give it a higher score. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. I feel honestly. like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny. Um, I give it a three because my rating means nothing to this game. 
Uh, it means something to me. I'll say it until I die. <laughs> the game? This game? No, your your opinion. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I just feel like I'm just not. I just don't like scary games, so I'm not. Yeah, gonna, I just never yeah. play them, and especially stuff like this. I don't like fighting like shooter games, and I don't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah like don't touch this games. game yeah so this was just not for me you guys it's just not for me fair it's not for me it's just a three Doobapadoody. <laughs> and that pretty much concludes this episode if yeah. you liked what you heard if you like what you saw email us at click and flick podcast at gmail.com click a and D flick podcast. No ampersand in the in the email, mm-hmm. but there is an ampersand. Wait, is there and an ampersand in anything else? <laughs> yes, it there is. When you search us up on anywhere you're listening to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, anywhere you're YouTube. listening, mm-hmm. YouTube, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> click and flick does have an ampersand. Just yes. not in our email. And Correct. if you're looking for our social medias, we're on Instagram, the- Twitter, and TikTok. Yes. Very <laughs> riveting content over there. Take a look. Let us know what you want us to cover. And yeah, we will see you guys next time. Yeah. We'll catch you on the flip side. Have a happy and safe holiday. Yeah. Peace out, bros. Peace and, and love. sisters and all my other siblings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.